Hi, everyone, and thanks for listening. This is Montgomery County Today, and I'm Durley from the Public Information Office. Joining me today is Irene Kilmer, the Visitor Relations Manager for the Regional Tourism Office. Welcome, Irene. Hi, Durley. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be here. So Irene is here to discuss tourism, what her office does, and its impact on our area. Let's start with tourism in general, Irene. How do you define or identify tourism? So tourism can take on many different forms. So some people travel for business, leisure, events. You might have traveled for a wedding and you counted you were a tourist when you traveled for that wedding. And a visitor is defined or a tourist is defined as someone who travels from their home 50 miles or greater in one direction. So, you know, if you're standing here in Montgomery County, Roanoke does not count. (laughs) Okay, okay. But many people don't think about their hometown as being a tourist destination. You know, being from Charlottesville, I didn't think that. I always kind of just thought, you know, I live here. Why would people want to visit? Of course, you know, Charlottesville has lots of great things going on. And so the same is to say for Blacksburg, Christiansburg, and Montgomery County. Okay, great. So a visitor, you're even considered a visitor even if you're just popping in and visiting a gas station yep filling up gas getting getting snacks as soon as you pull off of the interstate and spend some money in our area if you are 50 miles out or greater from your home you're considered a visitor all right well now that we have that defined um tell us a little bit about what your office does from what i know of your schedule it's varied and it's also very busy. So what, what are some of the things that you guys are, are up to? Yeah, so we are, um, if you want to get into technical terms, so we're a destination marketing organization. So it is our job to market the destination. And so really our job can entail a lot of different things. Social media is one, you know, everyone's looking for like that hashtag no FOMO moment, you know, cause you don't want to have the fear of missing out. Oh gosh. <laughs> And so we're on Instagram and we're on Facebook um, and we're occasionally on Twitter, you know, to tell visitors and to tell community members what's going on. Because another part of our office is the partnerships that we create. We're an office of two. So it's my director and I. um, And then we have some awesome interns that help us out here and there. But we're able to get a lot done with partnerships, whether that's partnerships with your office, the public information office, yes. um, whether it's with partnerships with the town's public information offices for Blacksburg and Christiansburg. We try to partner a lot with not only other governmental organizations, but with the rest of the New River Valley, hoteliers, restaurateurs, because they're the bread and butter of the hospitality industry here. They're the ones talking to the visitors. They're the ones that are having that experience with them even when we're not there it's happening and so we try to partner with them to get a lot of things done what would be an example of what you might do together in that case yeah one great thing we did is during football season the courtyard by marriott so they wanted to kind of they reached out to us and they said we really want to show our guests why they should stay here because we're going to give them an experience for game day and leading up to game day that's different than any other place in the area. Okay. And so we said, I was like, we were like, okay, well, what are you thinking of? And they said, you know, we'd like to do a Facebook live with you kind of walking around and also highlighting other things that are going on. Cause a lot of people come in for the game and they think the game's all that's going on. Sure. When there's so much other stuff going on, not only just in Montgomery County, but in the rest of the new river Valley, because when you're a visitor, there's no borders. You don't know where Blacksburg starts and Christiansburg ends. You don't know if you're in Giles County. You don't know if you're, oh, I'm in Claytor Lake. You know, the funniest example is everyone goes and hikes the Cascades and tags it on Instagram as being in Blacksburg. And the Cascades is in Giles County. (laughs) So 
a visitor doesn't know. And so that's something that we do is we went on and we did a Facebook Live with Courtyard by Marriott and we highlighted the things that, that are special that they put in their in their rooms for their guests and other things they could do. Um, and it was really cool because we were able to support their mission while also showing our visitors and showing our guests that are already here all the great things that that our customer service people are giving out. And then you also do some things with education. What, what would that entail? So that kind of goes back to the hospitality with trainings. We try to make sure that people know what's going on in the area, but we also educate them on what our office is here for. If a new event is starting up, we're happy to sit on the committee to say, have you thought of this? Or there might be grant money here that is for events, you know, in the music industry. One thing that we do every year is we are a part of the Crooked Road Foundation. Under the overarching Southwest Virginia umbrella, there's the Crooked Road. And so we try to put on, or we put on Mountains of Music Homecoming for the last maybe four or five years. Mm-hmm. Might even be more than that. For this past year, we decided let's let's really do like a kid zone where they can feel these instruments and they there's an educational aspect to it so that they can understand this old time music in a new way and they can touch it because I don't know if you were ever in band. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Instrument. Well, I um, actually, I don't know if this counts as band now that I'm thinking about it, but music was piano for me. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, yeah, that counts. I learned, I learned the guitar for maybe a year, but I remember thinking the trumpet would be so cool. And I just... And how did your family feel about that? Well, they, it didn't even matter because I never got the chance to really mess with a trumpet to oh. see if I would like it. And so that's kind of something that we're trying to bridge the gap on going back to the whole Crooked Road educational aspect is let's let's let these kids hold a fiddle. Let's let these kids hold a banjo because they don't know if they're going to like it or not if they're yes. never able to get their hands on that's one. That's so true because I did mention that I, I did piano and it, and it wasn't, I mean, those are expensive instruments, yeah. let's be honest, and they take up a lot of space. And it wasn't until my music class where I actually got to try it. And that's where I was like, can we, can we get a piano? And my mom was like, what? Yeah. And it developed into something more. Mm-hmm. And I played for, gosh, I don't know, probably 10 years or so. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, that. I could have been a trumpet protege. Oh you know? my gosh. <laughs> Probably not. But <laughs> <laughs> right. But that's something else um, on the education aspect and also on the partnership slash education. It kind of covers all of it. But something that our office was working on this past couple of years is the Junior Appalachian Musicians yes. class. And so we worked with the schools and we worked with the Montgomery Museum and on Main Street Inc., which is in downtown Christiansburg, to really start up a Junior Appalachian Musicians program, which this is not the first. There are, I think, 20 something throughout Virginia, North Carolina, a couple other handfuls of states where they're highlighting this old time music and they're teaching it to these kids so that it lives on so that as generations pass, other gener- future generations are learning it so that they can carry on this tradition. Wow. Wow. So as we can see, you guys do a ton. And this this isn't all of it, because I want to point out that one thing that I have witnessed you prepare for is also when you do things called blitzes. Yes. So can you describe that for us? What does that mean and what might people see if they encounter one of your blitzes? Yeah. So they're fun. There are a lot of there's a lot of there's build a lot, up of, prep and a lot there. of prep work and a lot of build up, but they're great. So every year we blitz the Virginia State Welcome Centers. Okay. We select a couple, one or two, um, sometimes three, depending on what's going on. But we, this past March, 
we blitzed the Virginia Welcome Center at Lambsburg. So for those listening, if you don't know where that is, that is when you're coming up I-77, leaving North Carolina and entering the state of Virginia, it is just right off on your right. And, you know, usually you stop to just go to the bathroom and maybe get a snack and stretch your legs and let your dog out. But there's also this great building to the right of the bathrooms that has this wealth of information from these travel counselors where it's it's their job to tell you all the cool things you can do in Virginia. When we blitz the welcome centers, we're able to go in there and we take over the entire welcome center for the entire month. Wow. So head to toe, we're able to decorate it. Windows, tables, We they can wear our shirts if we want them to. We gather all the information and we had never seen it before, but... Um, I'm, I'm a little competitive by nature. Okay. <laughs> and so I had seen some of the other localities and what they had done. And I was like, we got to one up them. We need to, we mm-hmm. need to, we need to pull out all the stops. So going back to partnerships, we partnered with downtown Blacksburg Inc. And they reached out to their merchants and said, this is a great opportunity. Give us your stuff. Give us coupons. Give us anything that can get a visitor into that welcome center and have them leaving heading to Blacksburg, whether if it's for a pit stop, whether if it's just to eat dinner, no matter what, let's get them, let us get them into Montgomery County. And so we, we it took three cars, three large cars yes. to haul everything to the Blitz, um, to the Blitz site, to the Welcome Center. And in Lambsburg, we gave out kettle corn from yes. Heathwood Market, mm-hmm. which was a huge hit and it was sponsored by the Hampton Inn. So again, going back to partnerships and it was, I mean, it was crazy. (laughs) It was quite a draw. And it's, and it's all just to, to entice visitors Mm -hmm. to be like, Hey, Montgomery County, what a great place that I can stop in and and visit. And to also let them know things that they might not have known about. Or when someone says Montgomery County, you might be like, okay, where is that? What, what is there? And even when you say Blacksburg, someone might go, that sounds familiar. Sure. But if you say we're where Virginia Tech is, it clicks. So it's also kind of an education thing of saying the Montgomery Museum brought these really great artifacts that you can touch and you can guess what they are and you can flip the card over and figure out this is a spatula, but it does not look like a spatula, <laughs> you know. And so it's this education for not only for our community, but also for our visitors to say Virginia Tech is awesome and they are a huge asset to our area but there's more. So we know that you're working really hard to show how much tourism can impact this area and really the dollars help illustrate that. So tell Mm -hmm. us about that. Yeah. So on top of lots of things to track, whether that's occupancy from hotels, whether that's average daily rate, which for like the average listener who's not in the hospitality industry, you're like, I don't even know what terms those mean. But in terms of dollars, the state tourism office, so if you've ever seen Virginia's for Lovers, bumper stickers on cars, that office is our state tourism office. Um, So that's their branding, which it turns 50 years old. Um, Wow. Yep, in January. So in terms of dollars, $9,454,718 were spent in taxes by visitors, and that's combined state and local. So this research, you might be wondering where this research is coming from. It's conducted by the U.S. Travel Association for the State Tourism Office, so the Virginia Tourism Corporation. And then what they do with those numbers is they break them down by locality. You know, Montgomery County has their own sheet of numbers. Giles County has their own sheet of numbers. Pulaski County, Floyd County, City of Radford. It's all broken down. 
but 152,697,826 dollars of ex- was spent in expenditure. So that is dollars that visitors spent, whether that's shopping, whether that's gas, food, meals, lodging, all sorts of stuff. And for the last four or five years, we've had a steady increase um, percent of change. So we haven't declined. We've continually been inclining in, in those numbers, okay. which is awesome. It is. <laughs> it is. And that's a significant figure. Yes. I mean, 152 million plus. Plus. Yeah. Yes. And then 1,433 jobs were formed because of travel and tourism and hospitality. Those are pretty big numbers and they really highlight all that tourism does for an economy and also for a locality in terms of jobs and dollars spent. And I think the biggest one, and I always joke, this is when my director breaks out the big check. Um, so if you can imagine the really big cheesy checks that you oh, whip yeah. out. Yeah. Um, like you're a lottery winner type exactly. of check. Yeah. So she likes to whip out this check and this kind of figurative check, it is to show how much visitors spend each household in Montgomery County. So the number is $273.46 in taxes that visitors to Montgomery County saved each individual household in Montgomery County. So that is $273.46 that you as a owner of a home in Montgomery County did not have to pay because a visitor paid that for you. Wow. That's a pretty good chunk of money there. Yeah. And so from that, your office operates a little bit differently mm-hmm. and your your funding yeah. comes from all of this as well. Not all of it actually. Not, not all of it. Um okay. so our office is solely funded by the lodging tax. Okay. Um so people, you know, when they think government, they think the general fund and they think, "Oh, I am an employee of of a citizen or of the community." While that's somewhat true for us, um because we do serve the community. Sure. Visitors pay they pay us essentially because it's a percentage of the lodging tax. So unless you have stayed in a hotel um, in Montgomery County and you have paid that tax, that is solely how we are funded. Wow. Okay. So yeah. it's om- it's in a weird way, almost like a commission sort of yeah. thing for you guys. The harder you work, the more you get more people in. A little bit of a trickle-down effect on how that can impact the amount of money that you have to work with to continue to promote the exactly. county. Is that accurate? Yes. So occupancy was down in September and everyone was kind of like okay well why was why was occupancy so occupancy is in what people staying in our hotels so why why was it down well you had the hurricane okay and because of the hurricane the Virginia Tech game got canceled that's right and that caused a huge drop for our area and so while we don't want to just say, well, why do, why are we trying to entice visitors? We have Virginia Tech. We have Virginia Tech football. We have Virginia Tech basketball. You know, why why don't we just rest on our laurels and just, <laughs> you know, go for them? I'm a Virginia Tech alumni. I'm like, go Hokies. But we can't we can't just rely on that. Right. You know, and, and as this as is you a perfect said, there's, example. There's more to this location. There is. Than, than the university. And that can be um, group travel. So bringing in charter buses of people that are interested in our museums and interested in learning about this side of history, the one, the Western frontier, learning about the Alexander Black House and the history of Blacksburg and how that came to be, the Montgomery Museum and learning about the history of Christiansburg. There are people that pay to hop on a bus to come down here and to learn about this stuff 
and to experience things that we take for granted because we live around them. There's all sorts of different things that our office has to look into um, because we know we can't just rely on, on the Virginia Tech visitor, even though that's a huge segment. Well, this has been great, Irene. Thanks for joining me today. We appreciate your time. If you're interested in learning more about the Regional Tourism Office, be sure to keep up on social media. You can follow Go to Montva on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and it's G-O-T-O-M-O-N-T-V-A. Visitors to the area should also visit gotomontva.com to plan a trip and explore an interactive map, or they can give the office a call. You'll probably end up talking to Irene <laughs> at 540-394-4470 to get assistance. Mm-hmm.